0: holy fuck that was diabolical welcome to the diabolical 7 it's entertainment talks podcast for the boys on amazon prime i'm your host matthew and this is for season 2 episodes 1 2 and 3 so 201 202 and 203. These episodes are called The Big Ride, that's episode 1. Episode 2 is Proper Preparation and Planning, that's a lot of P's. Uh, And episode 3 is called Over the Hill with the Swords of a Thousand Men. So uh, quite a lot in there for these particular titles. But I just thought I'd mention what they are. Uh, So initial impressions for this, I guess the the first portion of the season, of course the next 5 episodes are going to be 1 per week and then I will return each week. For one episode as they get released um, I like the start of the season I like it, it's good It's um, building to some interesting things I think there's a lot of interesting character development and stories There's some interesting new characters um, There is some interesting character deaths as well Just in case you're not aware This is a dedicated boys um podcast so there will obviously be full on spoilers here and everything but I'm just I'm just going to go with my initial impression straight away there's no need for me to jump straight into spoilers um but yeah I liked it it was a good start I don't think it's bad I don't think it's incredible or excellent I think it's good this is a good start to the season now I want to I wanna discuss my... Well, in terms of TV worries... You know, not like real world worries or whatever... But in terms of my worry for this season... I kind of caught what it was in episode 3... And... Something that I hope that they're going to sort out as the season goes on... I think this show's got too many characters... I think that they are... Trying very hard in these first three episodes to fit everybody in, give everybody a little bit of screen time, not all of it always means something necessarily and um, I kind of had um, flashes of my negativity towards Titans, now I don't think this is anywhere near as bad as Titans, this is nowhere near as bad as what Titans um, has to offer, just want to make that clear. I'm just noticing a similar pro- similar problem. Titans has got too many characters. The boys has got too many characters. Now, granted, Titans... Of course, I'm referring to the uh, DC Universe, or now HBO Max, uh, show. Um, Titans has got too many characters more than what the boys has. Because both shows have got too many characters, but the boys doesn't... the The problem with that in comparison to the boys is not as bad. Um... I think they're struggling a little bit from a lack of structure. Now, in my uh, Titans Season 2 review, I did give the subheading of no structure. I don't think the boys has got that problem. I don't, Like I said, I don't think the problem is as bad as what Titans has got. But I have just sort of noticing, maybe partway through Episode 2, definitely in Episode 3, the show's got... Now, I don't think it's got like 5 or 6 too many characters. I think it's got 1 or 2 or maybe 3 characters too many. I do think that there is... I do think that there's one or two characters you could probably dispose of um some sort of, some of the like smaller characters in the show and I think they will I mean we do see some character deaths in this episode but I don't think it's going to be a problem too much in the long run but in terms of me judging these first three episodes and whatnot um yeah it's definitely a problem that I that I particularly noticed now that's that's my own that's really my only negative big problem With these first three episodes. A little bit off with the structure. A few too many characters. But I'm going to guess we're going to lose a few more characters. As this season goes on. Given how crazy this show is. Which it really really is. Uh, Moving on to some positives. I think that even though yes there is too many characters. A lot of them are very very interesting. The most interesting arc so far to me. Is Homelander with his son. And uh, his well ex-wife I'm assuming at this point because obviously they're not uh, really together are they um, but uh, that situation and him I it, it was really interesting to me I think it was in the third episode um, of him saying to his son like no you can jump off this roof because you will fly and then you you know as soon as Homelander puts his back on his son his arm on, on his son's back sorry yeah okay he's going to push him off like straight away you kind of knew that. And not in a predictable sense but in a way that made sense. Because you think like okay. he's trying to push him and push him and push him to jump off. And he doesn't want to do it. He's clearly scared and everything. And you kind of feel for for his his son and everything like that. Uh, of course it does get revealed. I think it's in episode 2. Uh, sorry in episode 3. That uh, he does have powers because his eyes light up of course. Uh, so I found that really really interesting. And I'm finding it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Homelander. And his son. Uh, throughout the season, I think that could be an interesting surprise, let's say. Uh, Still don't feel like they're doing enough with Black Noir, uh, the sort of Batman-esque, well, evil Batman, if you will, uh, kind of dark character. Now, I did enjoy the little montage in the first episode, where he's going and he's killing these super terrorists or whatever they were supposed to be. Um, that was pretty cool, want to kind of see more more of that, I'd like to just see, because I haven't read these comics obviously, in case you can't tell, uh, I haven't read like the books or whatever for for this, uh, for what this, uh, you know, the comic book that the show is based off and stuff, uh, so I don't know the development that Black um, Noir sort of gets, but I'd be interested if like, you know, he started talking a bit more, or... I don't know, maybe he's got a Mandalorian type situation where he can't show his face. Maybe that's a kind of thing with that. Um, but I'd like to see him just involved a little bit more. It's funny because there's a scene, I think it's in episode 2, where the, the Seven, the diabolical Seven, and the Seven are all having this kind of meeting, and I think it's Black Noir and A-Train. And A-Train kind of does, sorry not A-Train, Black Noir kind of does these little light like hand signals towards adrian to try and like tell him something and it's like okay that's I, I i get what they're doing with the character i would just like to see him develop a little bit more i think he's one of the most undeveloped characters of the show and i would just i'd just like to see a little bit more from him i think that that's a pretty fair sort of um not a criticism but just sort of observation and what i want them to do with the character i, li- I like the character i think he's really interesting and uh that could be that could be pretty cool um, I like what they're doing with the boys themselves, continuing to hunt these, uh, you know, um, is it, is it? Do they call them soup terrorists? I think that's what they, what Carl uh, Urban's character calls them. Um, yeah, I think what they're doing there is pretty interesting, and that leads to leads to some really good set pieces. Uh, I tell you, one other thing I really liked from these first three episodes is the set the set pieces, mainly the just crazy action set pieces, and the boys has got this really good way of. Because in the first season, you pretty quickly get used to like, okay, this is what this show is going to be like, and you know, again, being someone who hasn't read the books and didn't really know much at all about what this was going to be like, and didn't know it was going to be kind of preacher-esque, the uh, the AMC show I'm talking about, in terms of its violence and its set pieces and things like that, and you kind of quickly sort of get used to that in a way. Um, but uh, yeah, I found that to be to be really good as well. In this episode, there's one with uh, is it Storm something the the, the new character. Uh, and she's kind of going through this building and trying to kill the, uh, the 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 woman from the first season and her brother, who does get killed in the in the third episode. Uh, in terms of emotional beats and things like that, um, didn't particularly feel too much from these first three episodes. I sort of uh, the the boys is sort of one of these shows where. You get deaths that mean things to other characters, but because the show is so out there and crazy and off the wall, there's not... I don't feel as much of the emotional attachment to certain characters. I mean, when Starlight is told by Homelander to, to kill... Uh, is it Huey? Uh, in that tunnel or whatever it is, there was a slight piece of me that thought that, okay, they could kill Huey off it, like possibly, maybe... And that would have maybe been a bit of an emotional beat. And obviously you've got the emotion between the three characters and uh, Carl Urban's character. What is his name again? Um, Billy Butcher, yeah. Uh, When he comes in, he says, hey, arsehole, or something like that. I thought that was a good kind of moment. The show's got some really, really good moments. It just doesn't really try to lean on emotional storytelling and... I've kind of already settled into the idea of that. The, the show's trying to tell a more sort of just crazy, off the wall story about these boys that are hunting these these terrorists, basically, uh, kind of thing. So uh, I think they're doing a, a pretty good job there. So, um, in, in terms of the set pieces and stuff, but not really in terms of the emotional storytelling. So, uh, let's take a quick break here. Actually, we'll go into some housekeeping. Let you know what else we've been doing on Entertainment Talk, and then uh, we'll come back and talk about some more of the episode. See you for that in a minute. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control... Sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, speaking of new podcasts and podcast announcements on Wednesday, uh, we did finally release the announcement that I've been teasing for a while. Me and David are working on, or have already worked on, a Breaking Bad podcast. It's called Becoming Heisenberg. We gave the reasons as to why on the podcast. Uh, Both this podcast, the Diabolical Seven for the Boys, and Becoming Heisenberg the breaking bad podcast have both been submitted to itunes as of yesterday and of course i'll tweet out and put on facebook and whatever when those get accepted if they do usually they do when they're available on itunes i'll let you all know and i'll put them on the uh, podcast page so have a look out for all that but uh, me and david have been recording breaking bad podcast for the last seven weeks the whole first season which is seven episodes has been scheduled they'll be getting released on wednesdays so look out on wednesdays for Breaking Bad podcasts for the first season for the At least the seven episode. So look out for that on Wednesdays. Uh, what else we got this week? Gaming talk this week. Uh, there was the Gamescon showing and uh, some more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was shown off. Of course the Insomniac PlayStation 5 exclusive game and that looked really, really cool so we talked about that. Uh, Ubisoft sort of answered a question on one of their support pages about PlayStation 5's, well, lack of backwards compatibility with PlayStation 1, 2 and 3 and somewhat lacking in the PlayStation 4 backwards compatibility as well but we talked about all of that uh, and a bunch of more stuff as well we talked a bit about uh, the Avengers game and some characters that are being added and some other things as well so uh, plenty discussed on uh, this week's Gaming Talk episode Diabolical 7 the boys podcast announcement you're already here listening to it so I don't need to go into that uh, did a season review for the first season of Teenage Bounty Hunters it's a Netflix Uh, original show so you should be able to find it on there did a spoiler free review more of like a sort of review recommendation type of thing that's called teenage bounty hunters and i gave it a don't skip rating so go and check that out as well if you want to. Um did another United cast episode Manchester United have signed uh, Donny van der Beek from Ajax for 40 million so that was really really good stuff. Uh, Harry Maguire is involved with a situation at the moment so I talked about that and just a whole bunch of other things as well such as how is Donny van der Beek going to fit in with the team and just just a bunch of other things. Uh, the cinema's finally reopened as well, so I went to see Christopher Nolan's uh, *Tenet*. It's his new film. I did a spoiler-free review, but unfortunately, gave it a skip rating. Uh, that's just my opinion. That's, that's totally fine and everything. So you can check out that review if you want to. So that's out there as well. Uh, and that's pretty much everything we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, so what else do we have to talk about? Uh, let's get into some weird stuff: *The Deep* and *Patton Oswald <laughs> Patton Oswald, uh voicing his gills. Interesting stuff. Th- this is what I mean about... And this isn't a criticism. It, oh, I'm definitely not criticising the show for this. The off-the-wall, silly kind of stuff. Now, they are trying to very clearly do some more emotional storytelling with The Deep this season... And I appreciate their efforts with it. We'll see where it kind of goes and he's trying to sort of find himself or accept himself and his body and his gills and everything and then of course later like Homeland tells him that they're disgusting and he should hide them because his suits ripped and stuff. So you have got that kind of going on. Um but yeah, we'll see where we'll sort we'll see where this goes of course. I think the the three big emotional beats we've got at the moment is you've got uh, the woman, woman from the first season, her um, brother's just died from the new Storm character. You've got that going on, and you can kind of see the emotion from her, obviously, at the end of the third episode. You've got the Deep with his gills and Pat Oswald. I wonder if they'll bring that back, because he kind of, well, his gills were singing to him, and he was singing back to them, <laughs> which was... Which was quite strange. Uh so you've got that going on. And then you've got Homelander uh, with his son, which is to me the most interesting part so far of this season and the part that they kind of could, you know, spend a bit more time with and that sort of thing. You've got these, uh the the girls do it right or something, or the the girls can do it, this sort of ad campaign stuff with um Annie, Starlight, uh, Queen Maeve and the new Storm uh, character. That's kind of interesting. Um, We'll see where that sort of goes. But, um, yeah, that's just sort of obviously like a corporate thing, isn't it? So we'll see where that goes. Uh, One of the other interesting things to me as well is with um, A-Train and uh, Annie as well. With the whole... the blue stuff. I can't remember what it's called. But, uh, yeah, she's trying to sort of hide that and everything. And A-Train sort of doesn't. Um... Doesn't sort of tell on her later or whatever. I thought that was kind of interesting as well. So that was quite good. Um, but uh, yeah you've got some interesting stuff happening with some of the characters. You've got obviously Huey and Annie. They've obviously got something still going on. And Billy is kind of trying to warn him about the situation. So that was pretty interesting. Um, so I found that was quite good. You've got. Uh, so I mentioned earlier some of the small characters. You've got people like Frenchie. You've got people like. Uh, Milk as well. I feel like he could maybe get killed off at some point. Ashley, I thought could have easily gotten killed off by um, uh, what's his name? By Homelander because she was obviously like uh, they they were talking about you know the, the recruitment stuff with uh, the Seven and everything. So I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, you got Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito, obviously from uh, he was in Mandalorian in season one. He's most known I think for you know Gus Fring, Breaking Bad, Better Cold Soul just such a presence that he's got on the screen and it was pretty entertaining and interesting to see um with one of their scenes, I think it was in season 2 and they're just sort of battling to take command of the screen and it was, that was, that's probably going to go quite underrated that scene, the one with uh, Giancarlo Esposito's new character and you've got Homelander played by um Anthony Starr both very very good actors and they're both trying to sort of steal the screen there I thought that was really entertaining and interesting and I want to see more of uh, Giancarlo's uh, character as well because again as, as we've kind of said on uh, some of the, sometimes on the better cost Hold podcast he's one of those actors that doesn't play a physically intimidating character very often but definitely You know, he's got more of the... He's just got that presence about him. And whether or not he's playing a villain or maybe uh, someone else or whatever. Usually he's playing a villain. He's going to be playing a villain in Far Cry 6. And uh, I think he played sort of a villainous character in Mandalorian. And obviously in Better Call Saul as well as as Gus. But you could pretty much put Giancarlo Esposito in any show. And I think it would work. Uh, As long as you give him you know the right character to, uh, to players. But... Yeah, just I- even though you don't feel like he's going to beat you up necessarily, you just feel like he's just got a command, doesn't he? It's just, it's just so entertaining and and uh, so cool to to sort of see and everything. So who else have we got to talk about? Um yeah, the deeper kind of spoke about him. Um I don't know, I just watched 3 hours of television. I just Yeah, it's um I don't know, I sort of, because I was going to touch upon the pacing as well And I was kind of feeling throughout these three episodes of like Okay, you know, minutes and minutes and minutes are going by And I just kind of thought I don't know, a lot's going on in these first three episodes But Not much of it is Moving forward necessarily But it is quite a busy show And I appreciate that a lot I, I do, I feel like, you know, the show isn't sort of sitting around and not doing anything, there's a lot sort of going on in that, and mainly to do with the characters as opposed to the actual, the story and stuff, um, because we know what the story is obviously at this point, but, yeah, it just, I, I don't know, maybe some more could, could, uh, possibly happen, but, um, again, I've just tried to, you know, digest three episodes of television, so that's pretty much my thoughts really on these, uh, on these first three episodes, I think, I think they're off to a good start this season you've got some interesting character stuff that's kind of going on <clears throat> uh you've got yeah again not too much in the attempt of the emotional stuff for the season but that's where i feel like they're leaning on the deep that character as well so uh oh one other thing i forgot to t- touch upon uh homelander when they go to recruit the what i can only describe as the daredevil-esque sort of character <laughs> And uh, he's talking to... I mentioned her name a minute ago. Where did it go? Ashley. About their recruitment. And obviously, you know, uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander's got this presence on screen. And you wouldn't want to mess with him. And he'd obviously kill you quite easily and everything. Um, Yeah, just this idea of like, okay, you, you don't recruit people without me. I'm in charge, this and that. And you can see some real big differences between how quickly he gains this sort of presence over Ashley, and then how much he sort of bounces off of Giancarlo Esposito's sort of character, Uh, I thought that was quite interesting as well, Um, and then yeah, he just says like, hey, there's one thing I just want to kind of test, then like, smacks his head or whatever, and he just starts bleeding like crazy, first of all, I kind of, I'm kind of with Homelander on that test, because first of all, if you're going to be a part of the Seven, you need to have good reflexes, which that guy wasn't expecting or anything, and yeah, I mean, I didn't expect to ever say the sentence, I'm kind of with Homelander on that, J- just in terms of him testing him, obviously it's a very villainous way to sort of do so, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's right in the way, as well, in a way of like, okay, he is the leader of the Seven, he does need to be told, and not just, uh, you know, he needs to be told about the whole recruitment process, because they're trying to replace, um, is it Translucent, who had this weird, funny kind of funeral and stuff, Um and that's obviously one of the scenes where they're trying to uh, play up to the press about, like, oh, yeah, we really, really miss him. And, oh, thank you, Starlight, for saying that. And, yeah, he was he was our rock and all this and that. And, uh, yeah, we, we know what's going on as the audience. So, um, But, uh, yeah, just in terms of him saying, that like, I'm in charge of the recruitment and you don't do anything without me. And it's interesting with Homelander as well. Notice how many times I'm bringing him up. Because he does have this sort of nice guy persona about him. And he can just switch it like that. And <clears throat> you see the differences when he's first talking to Ashley. And Ashley kind of um, barges in on him. And that sort of thing. Um, and then like, he she interrupts him drinking the... Uh, I'm going to assume that's Madeline's milk orb something or i i I don't know I don't know what's going on, but that that was uh kind of interesting as well. you still got that creepy aspect of uh of that relationship or the sort of cringy aspect of uh that previous relationship, and he obviously regrets killing her and everything so uh that's that's an interesting point to his his character when it uh, now that I think about it, one of the other things i want to touch upon homelander feels like. <clears throat> I know he's supposed to be, you know, the leader, the guy with the presence. You don't mess about with him. He could very easily kill probably anyone on this show. Um, He sort of does steal the screen a bit too much. I get it. He's a big character. You want him to have that presence. I'm not saying that you take away that. I'm just saying, like, you've got Black Noir who has, like, barely any screen time. You've got... um. You know, uh, Homelander's uh, son and stuff. And, and certain other characters that I just don't feel like are quite getting that much of the limelight. And at least, you know, in the first season and, and these three episodes. Um, so I would just like to see screen time balanced out a little bit. And for it not to feel like the Homelander show at certain points. Because it, re- it really kind of does. And that's not a knock against the character. Because I do like the character. He's very interesting and entertaining. And he's a intimidating villain and everything. Um, and they've got, like, a good counterpart to him this season, which is Giancarlo's character, um, because they have, you know, the presence against each other and that sort of thing, but Giancarlo's character doesn't have the physical presence, whereas Homelander's does, um, but yeah, just a bit of balance in screen time, I think, would be, would be good for the show, so... Uh, but yeah, like I was saying before, Ashley kind of like just saying to him, oh, here's our new person that you can just meet. And you can clearly tell straight away that Homeland is not OK with it. And that situation obviously sorts itself out. But uh, I found that really, really quite interesting as well so uh, I think I'm pretty much done with these first three episodes I don't have too much more to say about there's probably some other maybe bits and pieces and stuff as well Uh, what I would say is if I've missed anything or forgotten about anything or uh, you want me to touch upon something else or ask me anything feedback is of course open as well you can email us or email me about the show or anything related to the boys if you have any thoughts feelings questions comments Uh, what do you think about my comment about the show structure again nowhere near as bad as Titans but it could use some improvement before things get worse with it. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about like the amount of characters that are on screen, and or not on screen, the amount of characters that are in the show, about everything I've kind of said? Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes as well. So look out for all that uh, or email us in email to us as well uh, and not just about the boys any other shows or just any general inquiries about entertainment talk so uh, feel free to email us about that stuff as well uh, I will be back next week next week sorry for episode four um, already already almost halfway through the season uh, I do like this sort of release schedule from uh, Amazon though I do think that more streaming services mainly Netflix is the last one sort of that needs to try it this weekly approach you know uh, Hulu kind of does it, HBO's been doing it for, for years, Disney Plus has already started doing it, uh, Amazon's starting to do it with The Boys and stuff, uh, Netflix just needs to sort of try it as well. So, But it's it, uh, it certainly makes podcasting easier, because then you can just do a weekly show, so we'll see. But uh, anyway, let me know what you think about The Boys and everything I've said, and everything involving the show as well. Um, but uh, yeah, from what I can think about for the first three episodes, that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. So uh, like I said lots of focus on Homelander A lot of focus on him So but uh, we'll see Where things go In the meantime you can find everything that we've got On entertainmenttalk.org If you'd like to support the podcast and entertainment talk We are on Patreon Patreon sorry You can check out the $1 and $3 level tiers That's for ad free podcast Instant podcast and review options Amazon affiliate link if you're buying stuff on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you extra iTunes feed like I said coming soon the be- Becoming Heisenberg podcast and the uh, of course Diabolical 7 this podcast they'll both should be on iTunes as well uh, I'll probably get an email once I stop recording <laughs> But uh, we'll see. Uh, I will, of course, tweet those links out and put them on Facebook and everything. But you can search for all the other iTunes feeds that we've got by searching for Entertainment Talk on your favorite podcast platform as well, or simply by going to EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, if you'd like to know more information about TV shows and films, up-to-date, reliable information, David, of course, does run Geek Town. You can search for Geek Town on iTunes and podcast services for Geek Town Radio. Uh, that's on Tuesdays every week. But you can also go to geektown.credit.uk ...for all your latest TV and film news and information and everything... uh, ...including Jensen Eccles for Season 3 of The Boys. We'll see how that plays out later. Uh, Bex is streaming daily at the moment currently on Trista Bytes. That's Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, if you search for that on twitch you should be able to find her go follow her subscribe to her for gaming and geeky chatter and all that sort of stuff barry is on talk and stalk that's for his horror podcasts Uh, and he also uh, recently started geektopia that's for your um, comic book films and dc films and stuff he's done some podcasts on batman and then snyder cut and suicide squad and a bunch of other stuff as well so go and check all that out as well Uh, geektopia and Talk and Stalk on YouTube, so have a look out for those. Uh, Word of mouth, you can tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds and everybody else's work, just simply tell people. Uh, Social media, of course, Facebook and Twitter and different Facebook groups if you can. That will really help us out. Uh, Let's Play Sundays will be back very soon, so look out for those. And until next time, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next week for episode four. Goodbye.